Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Vitakovic, and you are listening to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast. We are today at episode 200, and I don't even have words to describe the way that I'm feeling. When I started this podcast less than two years ago, I never really imagined where the journey would take me, even though I knew deep down in my gut that this was definitely the right path for me to take. And I thought it would be fun today for me to sit down and to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned over the last two years, not just from recording this podcast and building my business, but by applying these personal development strategies to my own life in the real world with my family and friends, which are the ones that have benefited me the most. And when I asked myself this question, four things instantly came to mind. These are like the four lessons, life truths that I embrace every single day that makes my life feel so much lighter and easier, even though of course there are obstacles and hurdles along the way. But when I embrace these four particular lessons, I feel a little bit like a guiding compass, always sending me in the right direction. So I'm going to start with number one. And it is the power of making quick decisions. So even when I wrote this list down, I thought I was going to come up with five lessons, but it was like four that came to mind. I'm not even kidding. Like within 30 seconds, I wrote these four lessons down. I was like, what's number five? What's number five? It's like, no. Okay. I made a decision. It's just these four. And these are the ones that I'm sharing with you today. And what I've learned over the last two years is that there is so much joy in the power of making a decision really quickly and trusting that the decision that you have made is the right one. So I know that personally in the past, I used to have so much mind drama about making decisions. I could be like, have I chosen the right thing? Have I considered all the possibilities, the pros and cons and so forth? And I would turn what should have been a really simple decision into something so much bigger. Literally, I made it bigger by the thoughts I was thinking in my own head. And when I discovered that you could just tap into, you know, your own intuition, assuming that you have the right answer within you, like, tapping into that truth. When it comes to making decisions nowadays, I'm just like, I give myself a time limit and I stick to it. So if there's a decision that needs to be made within the next 24 hours, I make that decision within the next 24 hours. And I trust that I have the answers within myself as opposed to thinking that the answers actually exist outside of me, like that I always need to check in with someone else, check in to see what other people think. It really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It matters most what you think about your decision. That's what's going to make a decision right is that when you just believe that you have made the right one and I've just gotten really good at deciding this is the right choice for me. I'm not going to spend the next hours or days after a decision has been made wondering if I made the right choice, wondering if I should go back and change it. That is just like causing so much additional unnecessary mind drama. When I get my head spinning like that, I just have to assume it is right because it's a choice that I've made. And I've been practicing this with my kids too. Like we just make a decision. We're going to go into the shop and we're going to make a decision within the next 20 minutes and we're going to decide that it's the right choice and we're going to assume it's right because it's the decision that we are making. Using all the tools and resources that we have in that current moment, we're going to decide it's right. We're going to stick with it. You stick and you commit to that decision that you have made. And that for me has been a game changer. 
And now for number two, the second lesson that I've learned over the last few years is being resourceful. And what this means is that I stop looking for other people to give me the answers. I assume that I can go out and find the right answer for me. So that's a really important precursor to making decisions is being resourceful enough to go out there and do what needs to be done. If you've got a question, don't wait for someone to hand it over to you on a golden platter. Go out there and find it. I don't make someone else responsible for finding those answers for me, for making those decisions for me. I'm resourceful enough to know that the power lies in my hands, okay? So even if I have no idea right now, I ditch the I don't know and I just say to myself, well, I don't know yet, but I'm willing to go out there and find out what I need to know. Like, I don't need anyone else to motivate me. I know it's up to me to motivate myself. I absolutely love that saying that if it's to be, it's up to me. And that's definitely the truth when it comes to being resourceful. Assume that you can go out and find the answers yourself for any problem that you're facing in the world. Just assume that solution exists and that you have the ability to go out there and find it. And now for the third thing that I've learned over the last two years is definitely embracing the seasons in life. And I can't tell you how pivotal this is at this very moment in time, like living in Sydney, Australia. It has been raining here for the last few weeks. Like La Nina has hit us really hard. And whenever I look at that weather forecast, it is raining every single day. And I think that when the rains first started, because we've had like flooding, terrible flooding here in Australia recently. And when it first started, I try to fight it. Like I'm someone who walks every single day. I go for these two long 4K walks and I'm like, I'm just going to put my raincoat on and the rain's not going to stop me. But do you know what happened when I tried to walk in that rain? I got drenched, like literally my raincoat got drenched, my sand shoes, my runners got so wet, they didn't dry for like a week. And I was like, no, okay, this is just a season that we are in. It's just the wet season. And it really is true that we all go through those seasons in life. And rather than trying to fight it, life is actually so much easier when we just allow it to be. I've given myself just permission to rest and relax. I don't have to go for those two walks every single day when it is pouring so hard that I'm like totally getting drenched. Instead of wishing that the rain would just stop, I let it be. And for you, these seasons might be more metaphorical as opposed to literal, like literally raining down hard every day. But if you feel like the obstacles and the challenges and the roadblocks are just like there nonstop, like this is a winter season in your life, trust that you can get over it. Trust that you can move through the season when you just allow it to be rather than constantly resisting it. Because as I've discovered over the last few years, or probably like throughout my whole entire life, the seasons are inevitable. Summer is going to come and then it will be autumn. Just like, oh, we've just hit autumn here in Sydney and then winter will come and then it will be spring and then it will be summer again over and over and over again. And that's what some of the challenges and obstacles are going to look like in your life. And it is okay. It's just a natural part of the universe, a natural part of life. And we can cope with anything that comes our way. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. 
Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. And now for the final lesson that I've embraced or learned to really hold tight onto over the last two years since starting this podcast is ditching this automatic need that I have to apologize. And I don't even know where it comes from. Like I've done a lot of thought work to work out, why do I apologize? But I found that I was often doing it without even thinking. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't text you back straight away. I'm so sorry I'm a little bit late. As if there is somehow a right way to do things and that I'm falling short. So hence the need to apologize. So if you have ever noticed that you do this yourself, like I was doing it without even thinking, just always saying, I'm sorry, even though I really had nothing to be sorry for. Like I always have a legitimate reason for doing things the way that I do. And I always do things to the best of my ability. So this need to apologize was unnecessary. And it's felt like such an eye opener to notice how often I used to do it and to consciously make a decision to ditch it. So just like, stop apologizing. You have nothing to apologize for. And a fun question to ask yourself is, what if this is true? That you don't have anything to apologize for, that there isn't a perfect way to do things. It's just the way that you do things. And sometimes we do things imperfectly. I've definitely noticed a correlation with my long list of I shoulds. It used to be quite long. Like, If you have heaps of I should do this or I should do that on your list, then you might often find yourself apologizing for something that you feel like you did wrong, like you should have done it differently. Well, there you go. Like I just use the word I should again. Like I would question every I should you have in your life. Like I should do this. I should respond to someone straight away. I should email them back within the next 10 minutes. I should say yes to all the opportunities that come my way. I should never cancel an appointment. All of those I shoulds can be questioned. Okay. Are they really true? Really, really. And when you realize, like if you take some time to dig in deep, you'll discover that they probably aren't true. It's just a story that you made up in your own head. And we get to question the stories that we make up in our own head and we can rewrite what is true about life and what is true about ourselves. I mean, it's just a thought and we get to decide what thought we want to think. So definitely for me, embracing thoughts that help increase my self-worth, increase my self-love are definitely worth exploring and embracing. And that's not to say that you never apologize for anything that you want to apologize for in life, but just be conscious when you're using those words. Oh, I'm so sorry I did this. Especially if it's followed by some words that you don't have to apologize for life. I'm so sorry I look like a mess. You can look whichever way you want to look and you don't have to apologize for things that aren't mistakes, aren't wrongdoings, or are simply you being you, like you doing the best that you can in life. You don't have to apologize for that, my friend. So just a quick summary of the four biggest takeaways that I've gotten over the last two years, my four biggest lessons. Number one, learn and embrace the power of quick decisions. Number two is learn to be resourceful, like Know that you can go out there and find the outs in yourself. You don't have to depend on someone else to hand it to you on a platter. Number three is learning to embrace the seasons in life and just trusting the process, trusting that it's all going to be okay. You can find that feeling of calm and peace inside yourself. Okay, not outside of you, but inside of you by choosing to embrace thoughts that generate those feelings for you. Some of the thoughts that work for me are, this is just a season in life. I can cope with anything that comes my way. Everything will be okay and nothing has gone wrong. 
And the final lesson that I've learned is to stop apologizing when it isn't necessary because apologizing when it's not necessary just makes me feel really crappy, I guess, because it implies that I've done something wrong or something has gone wrong. And that's not a useful story to keep telling myself. Remember, you don't ever have to apologize for being you. Okay. We're all perfectly imperfect human beings and have good days and bad days. So I encourage you to practice ditching those words when they're not necessary. Okay. Don't throw them in just for fun. If you don't need to say, I'm sorry, don't say sorry. You don't have to apologize for being you, like I said before. So as always, my friend, 200 episodes. Oh my gosh. I hope that we celebrate another 200 together. I have loved and appreciated having you on this journey and supporting me. As always, I am here for you. I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.